Let's go talk about the Lions. That win over Washington. That first half as good of a half of Lions football as I've ever seen outside of leaving some points on the board. Then it looked like they were going to be the same old Lions and blow it. And then they found a way to regroup and post a, an important W1-1, one and one, tied for first in the NFC North. And Mike O'Hara, Detroit Lions. Dot com senior columnist insider he is standing by how you doing my friend uh thank you Huge. how do you know i'm standing by the way because i literally am standing outside yeah i i, I guessed it because there's a, a good vibe and energy with this team and i don't think it's uh you know kool-aid driven no i don't either i don't think it's just sunday's win over washington but i think it's also how they played you know pretty much for you know most of the 60 minute game against the eagles and the uh in the opener, if you match that up, and it really it's not, honestly, it's not completely logical to do it. If you match up how they played against the Eagles and how the Vikings didn't play against the Eagles Monday night, completely different. Which team would you take? Yeah, and, and you you step back, and I think the, the way the Eagles hammered Minnesota off the Lions winning on Sunday, it brought more life to the Lions fan base. Like, maybe this team is for real. I think it is. Now, what's for real for them right now might be, you know, 8 and 9 or 9 and 8 or what, whatever. I, I don't you know. We'll find that out. They'll define themselves, you know, fully and more accurately as the season goes on. But but I, I like the way they were putting the team together. I, I predicted them in, you know, my opening week uh, column to go 9 and 8 and threaten making the playoffs as a wild card. And maybe, you know, maybe they'll do a little bit more, a little bit less. But I like the way this team has been put together. Has anything shocked you on the good side or bad side to this team uh, or for this team two games in? No, not really. I thought I really I thought they'd be a little stouter up front defensively. Really, when you think about it, they've given up an awful lot of points in two games. You know, 38, of course, to the Eagles and then uh, 26 to all in the second half, by the way, uh, to Washington. So I don't, I don't like that. I think... I expected going in that the defensive line would be the strength of this team, and it just—if it is—then they're in deep trouble because they got problems elsewhere. But I think they're—I think they're coming along. I really do. I think they were better against Washington than they were against the Eagles, and we'll see if they're, if they're better yet. Take another step forward, you know, against the Vikings on Sunday. Michael Hare, DetroitLions.com columnist insider, joining us on the Meyer guest line here on the Huge Show across Michigan. What do you think about this matchup against the Vikings on Sunday? Well, I think it's I think it's a close game. I really do. You go back and look what happened last year, and the Lions had nowhere near the team. At least it wasn't put together last year the way it was. But they lost by two points on a 55-yard field goal at the at the at the buzzer, so to speak, in, in Week Five at uh, in Minnesota, and then came back and beat them by two here at Ford Field in week 13, so there's no reason they should go in there thinking, you know, I know they're the underdog in the betting line. I don't think the players care about that. In fact, I think they make you know, they make more fun of it than anything else, but I don't think the Detroit Lions should go into, into Minnesota side and go, we got to play the, the game of our lives to win. Now, that's what you want to do, no matter who you're playing, where you're playing, and when it is, but uh, I, I think they match up fine. I look at a couple of players on that team that are really, really good, you know, uh, Justin Jefferson, the wide receiver, and uh, and their running backs. They've got you know a good tandem of running backs, but so do the Lions. They got a good wide receiver and Amon Ross St. Brown. He's not as dynamic as some guys. He doesn't play you know 
a foot over the rim in basketball terms, but he is a tremendous, tremendous football player. And they've got, you know, complimentary guys with him. DeAndre Swift is a really, you know, really good uh, running back on his own. The only issue with him and the only issue he's ever really had is can he stay healthy? You know, we're two games into the season. Now we're saying, can he get healthy? Mike, uh, injuries uh, were a big storyline going into that game, and I can't say it enough how well the backup offensive linemen played, including Skipper in that video of the team and Coach Campbell honoring him was really a statement about the culture inside that locker room. Uh, What is the latest on recoveries from injuries for the Lions? I saw a little bit of practice today, and all we get to see is basically the stretching and some jogging around and stuff like that. Uh, Frank Rag now participated. Uh, I, I'm not sure about some of the others, honestly, because they're at one end of the field. And I can only you, know, you can only see so much. Uh, the report will come out at four o'clock. However, Eden Hutchinson did not participate in practice. Now, you know, he finished the he finished the game Sunday with a, a bruised thigh. Everything I hear, it doesn't appear to be anything serious or lasting or whatever. But like anything else, it bears watching. You never know. Yeah, I mean, he, he played through it. Um, yep. You said he missed practice today, and I think that would hopefully just be precautionary because I'm telling right. you what, uh, guys like Board, uh, Rodrigo, Hutch, the speed, the athleticism they're bringing to that defense. And the Lions don't have the D-backs, even though Akuta's playing great. Is that yep. They don't have the D-backs to play straight-up soft coverage. They need pressure on the quarterback, and that first half was the perfect formula for the Lions to win football games. You know, just one thing about Jeff Okuda. The only thing against him, and I get it, is or two things. Some people say, well, you don't draft a, a, a cornerback that high at number three. Just like they said, you can't. You don't draft a tight end that high when they took T.J. Hawkinson at eighth overall. Well, you take good players wherever they are, and if you need to be that position, that's what you had to your team. But... I'm not going to say that Okuda has been unfairly criticized because I mean, it's the way it is. You know, they drafted him to play, and he's been hurt a lot. He only played one game, half a game last year, nine games and four starts as a rookie. But when you look at him, huge, he is what the previous regime. He's what they thought they had when they drafted him. This is a really, really good player. He's tough. He's fast. He's smart. You don't see, you know, you don't see him on the. You know, whiffing on a tackle and somebody going 60 yards the rest of the way for a touchdown. This is a good, good ball player. Now, is he a perennial all pro? Haven't seen enough to say that, but to tell you what, I also haven't seen enough yet to say he's not going to be either. Or I should say, I've seen enough to know not to be able to say he's not going to be either because this is really a good football player. You know, Mike, uh, we've talked about all the positives. Swift's as good as any running back in the league. Uh, Amon is good as any receiver in the league. NFC. Offensive player of the week, um, the positives, you know, Goff, the backup lineman, uh, the speed on defense, Akuda. I mean, go down the list. Is there anything, Paulson, that you've seen through two games that concerns you maybe beginning Sunday against the Vikings? Well, yeah, and that is that they give up an awful lot of points. You know, they gave up 38 in the opener, and then they gave up 26 or 27 in game two. And that's, you know, that, that's a lot of points. That's. I think the Lions are first or second in, in points scored by their offense. That does not include the uh, two-point safety. I think they're first or second in the league in points scored, and they're right up near the top in points allowed too. So, yeah, that, that's you've got to bring that down. You know, you're not gonna 
in the National Football League, you can't really look as important as they are. You can't really live on turnovers because you're, you're not. You know, they come in bunches and all that. Well, they also dry up in bunches too. So I think you know, whatever whatever it is, they've got to they've got to find a way to get better defensively. Michael Harris, I think they will. Yeah, and Michael Harris found a way to get better uh, in his writing. Each and every story at DetroitLions.com. <laughs> about that. He's kind of like uh, Mike Okuda O'Hara, where the guy uh, gets the job done and he's not getting the respect he deserves and he's a former top five pick. Well, you might you might deduce by now. I like Okuda. I like everything about him. He's a good, sharp young man, and uh, I liked him when I talked to him at the combine. I mean, group. It wasn't just me, but he just he's he's got something there that that uh, that, I, that I really like. I think he's going to be a good player for the Detroit Lions for a long time. Yeah, there's not a lot of negatives on this team right now. Looking forward to Game 3 Sunday against the Vikings. Michael, appreciate your time. Stay out of trouble in Allen Park, okay? All right, huge. Thanks for having me. I appreciate it. All right, Michael Harrod joining us on the Meyer Guest Sign. And Meyer, proud to be longtime partners with your Detroit Lions.